What's up? Welcome back to the On The Ball Podcast. We took a long break. Um, it's really been, like, in the sports world, it's been quiet the past couple weeks uh, because NBA free agency just got done. There's no NBA. There's no NFL. Um, there's Obviously, there's baseball on. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're getting close to college football starting, so that's awesome. I can't wait for that. We'll have a lot of uh, a lot of podcast episodes when the season officially starts, and then the, uh, the NFL season will be starting a few months from now. And then NBA starts a few months from now as well. So I'm super excited for the start of the NBA. But I want to talk about free agency, NBA free agency to be exact today. Um, I'm going to be talking about that. Talking about some, some deals that happened, some trades. And just really talking about next season um, and what the 2019-2020 season has in store for us. But anyways, let's get into it. I want to talk about the worst and the best deals given out in free agency this year. Um, I have four worst deals. I start off, uh, DeAndre Jordan, four years, $39.96 million. That is a lot for DeAndre Jordan. Now, I know that DeAndre Jordan, signing him was a big part of getting um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving to join um, that team. But this is a trash deal. DeAndre Jordan is just not worth um, almost uh, just under $40 million. That's like almost $10 million a year, and he, I mean, he just wasn't that good last year, and that's a lot of money for him, um, he's looked washed, um, and that, that's just a really, really bad deal, I do not like that at all, um, really bad, next up, Tobias Harris, five years, $180 million, there's two deals on here that the players are really good, or they're good players, it's just, wow, the amount of money, this is one of them. Five years, $180 million. Tobias Harris last year, not good. Not a great year. Um, he took a step back. He's an all-star caliber player. In the first half of the season when he was playing with the Clippers, he was playing very well. Um, he almost, I mean, he was like a borderline all-star. Um, went to the 76ers, and he became really a spot-up shooter. Didn't get a lot of touches in Philly, um, but he's a really a good player. He can shoot. Uh, create his own shot. I really like Tobias Harris, but for 30, how much, $36 million a year, that's a little bit much, in my opinion. Um, I know with losing Jimmy Butler uh, to Miami and that signing trade, uh, that they felt they had to keep Tobias Harris, and I agree that in that situation, they needed to retain uh, Harris, but $36 million a year, that is a lot. That's just wow for a guy that wasn't even an All Star last year. Um, yeah, that's that's an insane amount of money to be giving out. Next up, I have Terry Rozier, three years, fifty six point seven million dollars. Um, wow, like this Terry Rozier has not started for an entire season in his career, and the Hornets just gave him uh, around nineteen million dollars a year. What are you doing? That that is stupid. Um, I know he's young, and I know he showed potential in that playoff run um, two years ago when the Celtics, uh, ha- uh, they were without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward to injury, uh, because of injuries. I know that he started, he played well in the playoffs, but I, he, he just is not worth $19 million a year. I don't care what anybody tells me or what anybody tells you. Like th- That's just way too much money for a guy who hasn't started for any significant amount of time. Um, that That's a lot of money for him. I think he could pr- prob- he could possibly play up to that level, uh, 
but I mean that's the chances are high enough for this to be worth it. That's not a good deal. Finally, I have Chris Middleton, five years, one hundred fifty-eight million dollars. Um, this is probably the only deal on my worst deals list that I'm okay with, or that that I like like at all. Because um, $158 million for Chris Middleton is a lot. Um, that's the max. That's around $35 million. Um, and that, or maybe it's, is it, let's see. That actually might be, a, it's a, a little less than $35 million. Let me get my calculator out. Um, $158. That's $31.6 million. Um, that's a little much for Chris Middleton. I, I think he, his value is around like $25 million. Um, so they overpaid for him. But I understand he's a shot. He, he can create his own shot. A good shooter. He performs well in the playoffs. I really like Chris Middleton. He was an all-star this season. Um, and I definitely, they had to keep him. Uh, whatever the cost. This is just, that's a lot of money to be paying Chris Middleton. I mean, he's getting, a, a, he's almost 30. He's like 27. Um, so he's a, a little bit young, um, but wow. Um, is he going to be worth $32 million at 32 years old? I really don't know. Um, so I think the Bucks took a huge risk here paying him all that money. Uh, but, I mean, he's a good player, so we'll have to see if, that's, if it ends up being worth it. Now let's move on to best deals. Um, here's some deals that I really like, and it's either a good value or maybe it's just really cheap. Um... And here, starting off, Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney is actually one of my favorite players. Um, I love watching him play. He, I used to just always watch him because he was so bad. Like, he was really trash. Um, and so it was just funny to watch him. But last year in the playoffs and in the finals, he he was playing incredible. Like, he was he playing so well. Um, he's a good defender, a good rim protector, a nice rebounder. Um, he's one of the main reasons why the Warriors were so successful in the playoffs last season. Um, he he really had a huge role in that squad. Um, and with KD out, he had he he was just really good. Um, helped the Warriors out defensively. And his deal is three years, fifty million dollars. That's five million dollars per year. I thought Kevin Looney was going to get paid uh, between ten to fifty million dollars a year um, after the performance in the playoffs. But he's re-signed with the Warriors. Um, for, he, he's getting underpaid right now. Three years, $15 million. That is extremely cheap for Looney, who stepped it up in the playoffs. Um, and, I mean, he's a good defender. I like him a lot. I love Kevin Looney. I love it, and I love that deal. Uh, next up, DeMarcus Cousins, one year, $3.5 million. Now, I thought, I, I really thought DeMarcus Cousins might get, um, an offer from between 15 and 20 million dollars from a team like the Knicks because I expected the Knicks to miss out because they always do um, and I thought the, the Lakers might offer him a high contract uh, but apparently there was no market for DeMarcus Cousins um, and he wasn't getting, he was getting no offers and so the, the Lakers signed him to a one-year 3.5 million dollar deal which is really cheap I think he was worth around seven eight million dollars um, after the his the perform his performance in the playoffs last year, um he looked a little bit slow at times, um wasn't a great defender obviously, and but he showed some signs of being very good. He had some some moments in the finals where he looked really good. He had a few games where he really was a huge part of the Warriors' success, um and so I think he 
he played above his five-year, five-year or five million dollar contract last season, so I, I expected him to get paid a little bit. Um, but I think this is a great value deal for the Lakers. Um, even even if he doesn't play well, three point five million dollars is great. And Demarcus Cousins, it uh, looks like he's lost a little bit of weight um, since last season. And um, so hopefully, if he if he plays um, like to his potential. Post a uh, post Achilles injury, I think this will turn out to be a really really good deal. Next up, Derrick Rose, two years, fifty million dollar deal with the with the Detroit Pistons. I like this deal. Seven point five million dollars a year a year is really good um, for Derrick Rose. He really played well last season, um, and he came back, averaged eighteen points per game, and for seven point five million dollars a year, I'll take eighteen points per game. Um, I thought he really came back to life this season and showed what he was capable of. Um, he can be a starter. I think he got, he can also be a very good backup, a sixth man. So I like that seven. I like this two-year, fifty million dollar deal. Um, very good value. Next up, I have Jermichael Green for the Los Angeles Clippers, two years, nine nine point seven seven million dollars. That's a, a little under five million dollars per season. I like that deal. He's a good defender. Um, he came up big in the playoffs, and against the Warriors, when he would come in, he he he's really his presence in the first round against the Warriors really helped out the Clippers, um, and he was a huge part of that series going to six games. And so I think five five million dollars a year for Jamichael Green for Jamichael Green is a really really good deal. I like that. Next up, I have Jabari Parker, two years, thirteen million dollar deal uh, for my Atlanta Hawks. I'm a huge Hawks fan. Uh, when I heard when I first heard about this deal, I was a little um, suspicious, and I was just like, I didn't know, I hadn't really, uh, I didn't watch any Wizards games because obviously they sucked, so I didn't want to uh, put myself through that pain. So I didn't really watch them. I didn't know much about Jabari Parker. I knew he wasn't a good defender at all, um, and I know post injury, post ACL injuries, I didn't know how he, how he, I really didn't know much about him at all. So I watched some game, watched some film of him. Um, he's a good player. Really good offensively. He can create his own shot. He can shoot the ball. He can shoot it from three. Um, I really like his ability to spread the floor on the offensive end. Defensively, really not that good. Um, he just kind of, he has, he doesn't have a lot of awareness on the defensive side of the basketball. Um, and so that's one negative about him. But it, he can create his own shot. He can rebound. He's a really good rebounder. Um, and I think that in a playoff game, I, I think I can trust him to come in there and not just stink it up. I think he can be a really nice uh, addition to, the, our, to our team. He's 24 years old, um, and I think this is a great deal for him. Even with the injuries to his knees, um, I like this deal. It's two years, $6.5 million, $6 million a year. Um, he does get a player option after the first year, which I don't like. Uh, but you know, with with that cheap of a contract, I think it's fine. He's a really, I really like what he can do offensively, um, and I'm excited to see what he can do in Atlanta. Next up, we got Jordan Bell, one year, 1.62 million dollars. I have a love hate relationship with Jordan Bell. I like him. I like him as a person. I think he can bring he he brings some good energy to a team. I mean, he's a good locker room guy. He's young. Um, there were times where he just looked lost on the defensive end. I think if you use him in pick and rolls, he can be good um, offensively. You just got to util utilize him properly. 
Um, so I'm interested to see what he'll be able to do in Minnesota. But $1.62 million, he is easily worth that. I think that is a really good contract. Um, and th this is like a sneaky good deal. I think this is one of the best deals of the summer, value-wise. And I'm excited to see um, see if Jordan Bell uh, blossoms in Minnesota. I like that deal a lot. Next up, I want to talk about Westbrook, Russell Westbrook uh, being traded to Houston. This is a huge trade. Um, so, if you didn't know, I mean, obviously, you know, it's been a minute. I'm late to this, but I wanted to save this topic for this episode of the podcast. Um, Russell Westbrook was traded to the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul and um, two first-round picks and two pick swaps. Um, I actually like this trade for both teams. Oklahoma City was able to get four picks, um, which I, I, was, um, I posted this on Twitter. I posted a few Russell Westbrook trades. And one of the trades was Chris Paul um, and four first-round picks for Russell Westbrook. Um, that's the only trade that really made sense for both or for Oklahoma City. Um, and I, I like this trade. They get four picks. Um, they do have to take on that Chris Paul contract. But with those four picks, I really like them. And even now, they have a decent squad with Chris Paul if they decide to keep him. Um, Danilo Gallinari. Uh, Steven Adams, Andre Robertson, who else did they have? They traded Jeremy Grant for a first-rounder. Um, they got some nice pieces on that team. I really, I, I like that squad. It, it's decent. It's solid. Uh, but Houston, Houston gets a huge upgrade in the point guard position. I mean, Russell Westbrook is a really good player. Um, he's talented. Uh, he hasn't had a whole lot of playoff success, and that's a really a huge part of that is on him. Um, he's at fault for a lot of his playoff failures. Uh, but he's talented. He's really good. Um, good passer. We got good court vision. I like what he's been able to do. He's like a top 15 player in the league. And Chris Paul is like a, like probably highest I would go is like a, the 30th best player in the league. Um, you can, I, I could see him being in the 40s as well. He's just not that good. Um, he, I mean, he's solid. He's good, but like he's taking a, a, a big step back. Last year he took a big step back from the year before. Um, he, I mean, he can't even get get past Kevin Looney last year. Um, and no, no disrespect to Kevin Looney, but Chris Paul, I mean, he he has to be able to, to drive past Biggs. Um, and he just wasn't able to do that last year. And in the playoffs, he just, he, he didn't look that great at times. Um, but Houston got a big upgrade. Um, and although I think, I don't think Houston will be able to win anything this year. Um, I like this combo. I, I like it more than a lot of people do. Westbrook and Harden are like, they'll be like, their their play styles are so conflicting of each other. But I, I actually think it can work out pretty well. Um, if Westbrook plays more of a facilitator role and is like averaging like 17 points, 10, like 12 assists, um, 10 rebounds, and not like 25, I, I think if he's taking a lot of shots and passing the ball more, I think he could average around 17 points, 15 assists, um, 8 rebounds. I think that's a good mark for him. Um, if he plays as a passer, more of a facilitator, I think the Rockets can be very successful. I also want to see Harden take, um, you know, have a le have the ball in his hands a lot less this year. I want to see him coming around screens moving off the ball a lot more and I want to see a lot more ball movement with this Houston Rockets team I think if they play that way they can have a lot of success and they can make a deep playoff run 
But I like this Rockets roster. Um, they have Russell Westbrook, who was on a bad contract. His, his contract is just really expensive. Um, and down the road, it's going to really hurt the Rockets. But this is a win-now move, and I like it. They have Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, Clint Capella, Austin Rivers, Daniel House, Gerald Green. I mean, they got a lot of pieces, and I really, really like this squad. It's a, it's a good team. Um, and I think if they play the way I just, the way that I say they should, or the way that I think they should, um, I think they can have a lot of success in the playoffs. And I just really like this team. Next up, I want to talk about Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, this happened a while back. Kawhi Leonard signed with the, with the Clippers um, after the Clippers were able to acquire Paul George in a trade. Um, this is a huge trade. And I want to talk about what this means for the entire league. Um, I'm going to start with what this means for the Clippers. This makes the Clippers title favorites. They are the best roster top to bottom in the league. They have, um, let me look up their roster and so I get it right. Because this team is, oh my lord, is it good. Um, it is insane. So they have, um, obviously, Kawhi Leonard. Paul George, Patrick Beverly, Wilson Chandler, um, Jermichael Green, Maurice Harkless, Montrez Harrell, uh, Terrence Mann, Mofiandu Cabangeli. I, I don't think I said that right from Florida State. They also have Angel Delgado, uh, Rodney Magruder, Jonathan Motley, Jerome Robinson, Landry Shamit, Sandarius Thornwell, Lou Williams, and Ivica Zubak. They have around nine guys that could play in a playoff series uh, or play in a playoff game and that are just trustworthy. You can trust them not to just absolutely screw up. And that's Patrick Beverly, uh, Paul George, Jermichael Green, Maurice Harkless, uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Wilson Chandler, and Montrezl Harrell. He's a beast. Jerome Robinson, Landry Shamit. Uh, no, no, it's cross off Jerome Robinson. I haven't seen it up in Lance Shamit, Lou Williams, and Avika Zubak. Um, and then they got some nice guys, you know, late, like, who are, like, later down on the bench. Um, they're, they're more bench warmers, and that's Jerome Robinson. Jonathan Motley has shown some promise. I think he can be nice. Um, and Sendarius Thornwell. I think those guys can be very solid role players. Um, we'll have to see. But that's a really good roster. You have two stars in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You also have Patrick Beverly, who's a great defender. And that trio is, wow, they're going to be locking up other squads this season. I I'm excited to watch them play. Um, then you got some guys like Harkless and Green, who are nice defenders. Harkless can shoot the three a little bit. Um, then you got Lou Williams coming off the bench. He can create his own shot. Evika Zubak is a good big man. Um, Montrez Harrell is a beast of a six-man. I love him. Um, he, well, he's not a six-man because Lou Williams is their six-man, but he's their seventh man. Um, and I like him coming off the bench. He performs very well in that bench role. Elaine Shamit can shoot the ball. Uh, you know, Jerome Robinson can shoot the ball. I want to see him, uh, you know, improve, and I want to see him have a bigger role with the Clippers this year. Uh, but it's, it's all on him, uh, to gain those minutes. And then, um, I already talked about Demichael Green. Wilson Chandler is a nice piece for this squad. Uh, but I like this team. 
Um, they're going to be a really nice squad defensively. They're great. Uh, they got some guys in, that can create their own shot uh, with Lou Williams, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. They got some nice shooting. Um, this is just a really good team. They have to worry about the Lakers because with the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, that's already a ton of talent. Um, they got a they got a decent team, a, a good team, a decently built roster. They have some holes, uh, but with LeBron James, anything is possible. But I like this Clippers roster, and this makes them uh, title favorites in my opinion. Now this also means that we have parity in the NBA once again. Finally, we haven't had parity in the NBA since like 2014, 2013, around then. Um, but now we have, we have, like, there are a lot more teams that are contenders now. Um, so around half the league are, are like playoff contenders, like playoff contenders, not title contenders, but playoff contenders. I think we now have eight, eight teams that can legitimately win the title this year. That is the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Jazz, the 76ers, the Bucks, and the Pacers. Um, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight teams that I think can legitimately win a title. The Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis will be up there. The Clippers have a great roster. The Nuggets with Jamal Murray, Jokic. Um, they struggled a little bit in the playoffs last season, but I, I, I am, I am just excited to see. Um, the improvements that Jamal Murray makes to his game. I want to see him be more efficient in the playoffs next year. Um, the Warriors, look, they lost Durant, but they got D'Angelo Russell. They got some, they had some nice signings. They signed Glenn Robinson, Alec Burks. Um, they re-signed Kevin Looney. I like their team. Steph Curry is a top 15 player of all time. They're going to be really good. Clay Thompson's going to miss a lot of time this season, but I expect him to come back. And when he comes back, if the Warriors are a 6th seed, 7th, maybe an 8th seed, bro, they are going to be killing it. And I, I think they can go far in the playoffs. The Jazz are really good. They got Mike Conley. They have Rudy Gobert. Uh, Bogdanovich. Who else do they have? Donovan Mitchell. He's a beast. Um, so they got they got a nice squad there. Joe Ingles. They're, they're going to be really good this year. Defensively, they're going to be nice. They also got some guys who can create their shot. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is looking like a young star. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do with an even better team around him. We've already seen that he's capable of leading a team into the playoffs. Um, he beat the Rockets. Or no, he beat the Thunder a few years back. Um, and I, I like Donovan Mitchell a lot. The 76ers, they lost Jimmy Butler, but they re-signed Tobias Harris. They got Al Horford. They traded Jimmy Butler to the Heat for Josh Richardson. I like him. Um, they also have Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. They got a lot of sides on that roster. Um, I'm hoping that Zaire Smith can come back this season, you know, improve his shot a little bit, um, and that he'll have a big role this season coming off the bench. Uh, they need a little bit of shooting. They lost J.J. Redick, uh, but I like their team. They're going to be really good defensively. Their shortest guy, like their shortest wingspan this year is going to be 6'10". I like them. I expect them to be very good defensively. They'll have to figure out how to you know, play offensively, because with Embiid, um, Horford, Simmons, those are the guys that like to play on the inside. They'll have to figure that out, um, but hopefully Brett Brown can figure that out. I don't trust him enough to be able to do that, uh, but the 76ers have a lot of talent. Next up, we got the Bucks. The Bucks got even better this year. Um, I know you're probably thinking I'm crazy, but them losing Malcolm Brogdon was for the better. 
Um, Brogdon is not worth $20 million. He's good. But in the playoffs last year, there were times where he looked just awful offensively. And if you're awful offensively in the playoffs, um, most, most likely you're just of no value. You have no value. And Brogdon just, he was not, not, there were just times where he just looked just nowhere to be found offensively, unreliable. Um, they, they didn't, they didn't re-sign him. They traded him for a few picks. They brought in Kyle Korver, Wesley Matthews, uh, George Hill. I mean, Eric Bledsoe will be the starting point guard, but they re-signed George Hill. I like their team. They got some more shooting. Um, I really like their squad. Giannis is the reigning league MVP. They're going to be great. They also re-signed Brooke Lopez. I forgot about that. And they signed Robin Lopez, Brooke Lopez's brother. They got a nice team. They got even better, um, so watch out for them. And then the Indiana Pacers, they loaded up. They got Malcolm Brogdon um, and Deep Oladipo. They they got a, a pretty good backcourt defensively. Um, I like their backcourt. Oladipo's a star. They got Jeremy Lane who can create his own shot. Um, who all, they got T.J. McConnell. They traded for T.J. Warren this season. He T.J. Warren averaged around 16, 18 points per game. Um, I really forgot what the, the actual number was specifically. Um, but they loaded up. They're going to be really good this year, and I like what they did with their roster. But yeah, uh, that's really what the, the the Kawhi and Paul George to the Clippers uh, ordeal. That's what that situation means for the league. It just like, ha- like there's a ton of contenders in the NBA. There's a lot of fun teams like the Hawks, the Mavericks. I think the Mavericks could be contenders um, if Porzingis and comes back and is very good. I think um, well, and hit that pairing with him and Luka Doncic that is lethal. I think the Celtics, if they make a trade, can be a title contender. Um, the Raptors, I expect them to be good. Um, I think they'll have to make a trade to be a title contender. Um, I, they'll be in the playoffs, but I like them. I think the Heat can be a contender if they make a trade for somebody to go along with Jimmy Butler. Like If they get Bradley Beal, I think they could possibly be a contender. But yeah, the league, there's a ton of parity now. Um, and I'm so glad that Kawhi Leonard didn't go to the Lakers. Um, I, it's just a blessing for all of us diehard NBA fans. And I'm so, so happy. To, and I'm so excited for this upcoming season. But anyway, that's all I have to talk about on the podcast today. Um, coming up, when the, when the college football season starts, we'll have a lot more uh, content for the podcast. And I'm so excited for that. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this. And I will see you all next time. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,